Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked's Morning Podcast. And I'm Chad Huffman. Today is Monday, April 17th, 2023. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics. A quick rundown of today's events. Uh, National Work Zone Awareness Week is this week. We also mm. have National Cheese Ball Day. So, you know, that's going to be one of my favorites. We're actually talking about road uh, road uh, safety with distracted drivers on today's podcast. But being from Wisconsin, like I am, uh, and cheese curds are God's food, National mm. Cheese Ball Day is right up my, uh, my alley. And I will definitely um, um, be heading a little farther north from where I am today. This morning, I'm actually uh, in Chicago, so we're recording this in Illinois and North Carolina. Um, so I might run a little farther north of the border over to Kenosha and get me some uh, cheese curds today <laughs> in honor of uh, National Cheese Ball Day. You know, people pick on me because I, I I don't think I have a Wisconsin accent, but when I get up there, I can certainly tell that my my friends and my family up there in the, in the beautiful state of uh, Wisconsin do have that, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, their eh? accent. And I, I just never quite got that. And some of my siblings actually have it and some of us don't. So Slip back into that a little bit. Oh yeah, my wife does that. Uh, she spends two days with her uh, with her family up there in Milwaukee, uh, oh, and yeah. then it takes me about six months to remind her that uh, uh, we're not going to the uh, bar there and watching the uh, the Packers play their Go Pack. Um, <laughs> it takes a long time to uh, to dial that back. I'm not. I'm really. I love all of them. It is. It is. Although I don't live there anymore because the winters are horrible up there. It's too cold. Um, I do enjoy going up there, and it's a beautiful, beautiful state. And Milwaukee is a beautiful city, uh, and we actually have clients up there, um, so I am up there. But I'll be uh, today. I'm in the windy city, Chicago, uh, uh, working with a client. So we're doing this remote one. Um, today's topic is roadway safety, specifically distracted driving. Yep. And and I and I'll, I'm going to bring up a couple of uh, uh, items here as we're talking about that. Um, between 2013 and 2021, work zone fatalities increased by 61%. Oh, wow. Um, in 2021 alone, there was 105 work zone crashes that occurred, 42,000 injuries, and 954 fatalities. Folks, there are human beings standing on the side of the road, yeah. making the roadway safer, um, eliminating potholes, doing new road services, and you're on your cell phone. You're talking with somebody in the car or or uh, uh, telling your kids how much you love them in the back seat, and you have a human being standing out in the roadway, and you're driving 55, 65 miles an hour, and you're not paying attention. These are terrible, terrible statistics. Uh, last month in Baltimore, there were six workers killed um, in a work zone in Baltimore. A uh, driver struck and killed six workers. No excuse. Keep your eyes on the road, your mind on the task. Um, and that that's where we're talking a little bit today. Chad, do you have any uh, input on uh, when you're out there driving, how you stay focused? Because I know you have a um, a, a, a van full. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do have a van full. Um, I mean, you're always sort of, you're paying attention to what's in front of you. I think years ago, it was always kind of, paying attention to the, to the white line, making sure that you can see that. Um, there's just a lot of things. And especially in the Raleigh area, 
because we'll commute pretty early. And mm-hmm. then sometimes we're coming home in the rush hour traffic, so to speak. What you might say, you know, rush hour in Raleigh is still different than when I lived in Los Angeles. But um, to be like aware, to know what is going on, to be looking ahead, trying to see, you know, what's happening. I mean, there's been a lot of times where um, for whatever reason, you know, everybody, maybe everybody thinks they're a good driver. I don't know. Maybe some <laughs> people know they're not. <laughs> but excuse me, there's just, you just have to be mindful all the time because somebody's going to swoop in front of you. Um, it can be something as easy as, you know, trying to, you know, talk to the kids in the back and they're like, Hey guys, calm down. Or I need you to pay attention. Or let's get quiet or something. You could turn your head for a split second, you know, dream yeah. falls over. Somebody does something and boom, you know, there's no telling what, what could happen. Um, and we know personally, um, it's happened maybe a few years ago, but of some terrible, terrible uh, incidents where people were killed, where uh, someone was not paying attention, a trucker or something like that, hits someone, hits it, you know, and just, it's just really important to try and stay focused, you know, stay off the cell phone, you know, a lot of way everybody wants to do that, get to a stop, stoplight, you stop, or you pull it out, scroll a little bit, something like that, like you've got to pay attention Cause there's a lot of stuff happening. Like you said, there's people on the roadways that are out there. Um, there's just a lot of things going on. And especially if you live in a booming place around the country where real estate market is hot, uh, you got all kinds of stuff happening, construction, people in general. I mean, it's just a lot on the roadways these days. You got to pay attention. So, um, uh, not Saturday, but the Saturday before the day before, um, uh, Easter, uh, my wife and I were traveling um, about an hour south um, to have a brunch with our children and grandchildren. And um, you're talking about being mindful. Uh, we were driving down a road and it was four lanes uh, of traffic, two north, two south. Uh, and there was a a dedicated right turn lane. So at that moment, there was five lanes and I was in the right hand lane uh, going straight and a car put on its uh, directional, moved into the right turn lane, and at the very last second, accelerated, pulled back into that lane, and then stepped on the brakes because they'd pulled in one turn too early to go into a parking lot. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Had I um, not been paying attention, there was probably less than a foot between the front of, of my vehicle and the back of their vehicle. Never used the blinker. I don't think the person actually looked. They pulled out yeah. again. Um, uh, my my vehicle has that uh, uh, brake sensing, um, but I was already on the brake. But it is very alarming when the when that crash system comes into play on there. Had I not been paying attention, that definitely would have been a um, an, an incident where I was actually much bigger uh, in my truck than they were in their little car. Uh, yeah. But had I not had that situational awareness at that exact moment. Um, you know, it would have been uh, a pretty serious event. Um, and and a, again, I was paying attention. Thank goodness. The other driver was not paying attention. Um, the frustrating part for, for me in hindsight, looking back 2020, is they were going to turn into the same parking lot. They just want to go into a later um, turn in. So by, by saying, hey, I've committed to this turn. I'm going to go in the parking lot. I'm going to have to drive you know, a hundred feet in this parking lot, rather be on the road. They made an incredibly unsafe 
move. Um, and it, this leads to these fatalities of, of people making distracted driving decisions. And you're right. Talking on the phone is absolutely positively not a smart move. Uh, and it's against the law in most states and most cities. Um, and, and handheld devices are definitely a big no-no. Now, I, I got to tell you, I have a lot of in-cab distractions because I drive, for me, I drive about 70,000 miles a year. Okay. Yeah. So I have, I have the, uh, uh, I, my tablet is my, um, my GPS. Uh, uh, so, and it actually has that laptop uh, functionality in there, but I've also learned that if I open up my email, I can't leave it alone. Um, so I, <laughs> so the only app that's open on that tablet and the tablet has like a mount, like the, uh, like, uh, uh, like police vehicles and service vehicles. It has a mount in there. So the tablet's right on there. It's up, yeah. but I never, um, I shouldn't say I never, uh, I, I, that vehicle, I'd never turn on the email that that was a true statement. Cause I will look at it. Uh, and I know yeah. that's my addiction. So I leave the GPS on there. Um, and I try to make sure everything is voice activated, but it's still, uh, you can be involved in a very important conversation and cognitively you will shut your brain off to peripheral things such as your peripheral vision, your hearing, because you're focused on there. Now, a, a nothing conversation like, hi, how are you? Great, super fine, is way different than, hey, we have a, uh, a situation where six times six divided by three equals, and then your brain will start doing this. And if you think that, that no, you can handle that. Uh, I remember when I used to love my stereo loud and thumping, you know, and I yep. could drive all around, but nowadays... I turn the radio down to find an address, <laughs> which tells you oh, that yeah. you start shutting off all these other things. So when you're on the phone talking, your brain starts shutting off things that you're doing to focus on the conversation, which is, Hey, there's a fire engine coming from the side or somebody is getting ready to make an unsafe move in front of you, you know? Um, and for me, one of the things that uh, I remember, and, and I will, I will tell you that the, my next door neighbor, when I was 15, she was an amazing person because she made me her personal chauffeur when I had my learner's permit. And so every time she had to go to the store, get her nails done, go grocery shopping, she would pick up the phone, call me, and I would jump over the fence and jump in her car. And she had a personal chauffeur for almost a year while I had my learner's permit. And some of the things that that young mom did at the time, because she's probably about six or seven years old than me, she gave some great advice that I still use today. And I will tell all of you. If you think the other person is going to take your right of way, let them have it because you will both be wrong. Mm. Yep. Don't be caught dead yep. right. I had the right of way. Ha ha ha. Well, you're still dead. Uh, so whenever I come up to a situation, I, I look at every other driver as a three-year-old. And if, if you have a three-year-old, you know what I'm talking about. You have no idea if they're going to make a hard left or a hard right or just lock up the brakes. So when I'm driving <laughs> down the road, everybody's a three-year-old to me. Yeah. And I'm looking at you to make that unanticipated, ooh, shiny object squirrel moment. Yep. You know, um, and, and, and that's what we're talking about, well, especially in your work zone. Um, there are human beings out there. They have nothing, nothing to protect them, but an orange vest. So you need to slow down, save that life. That is somebody's mom, dad, brother, sister. Um, that is somebody's child out there, a son or a daughter that's standing out there with an orange or a yellow vest on. And you're doing 65 miles an hour talking on the phone. Shame on you. If you're doing that. This is a National Work Zone Awareness Week this week. Um, 
so let's talk a little bit about our hierarchy of control because that's how we always do this here. Um, yep. Eliminate. Elimination is kind of hard. We don't. We try to do road work. In most cases, road work is done at night or off peak times. But if you're driving during those times, you're still there. Um, uh, substitute. Uh, I would say that it's not going to really work. Engineering. There are crash barriers out there, but it doesn't help if you are not doing your part as a vehicle opera. Administrative. Let me tell you about this. Uh, avoid driving in construction zones if possible. Seek alternate routes. Reduce the flow of that traffic on the road. That's a great administrative one. Make sure that you've done all the business you need to do before you get behind the wheel and start driving. Um, I have a pet peeve of people who change the radio stations so much they wear out the buttons. <laughs> yeah. Because if, you're, oh, if yeah. you're playing with the radio, you're not looking at the road. Um, and I guess because I'm the old gray-haired guy thing, I can drive from Raleigh to Orlando, which is right about six hours, um, and I'll never even turn the radio on because I enjoyed that National Silence Day uh, that was yeah. last Friday. I'm okay with that, okay? Uh, uh, the phone call is not important. Um, I, I used to, uh, for those of you who don't really know me, I used to work full and part-time for the National Safety Council for about two decades, um, and when I was a full-time employee, one of the conditions of employment is you could not touch or look at your phone. Um, and and to be frank with you, at the point they came up with that, I um, I liked my phone and I liked voice activation and I can answer it and talk on it. And 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 so I tried to think about, hey, I can justify this. But I said, no, there is no justification. Uh, so what I started to do is I actually put my phone in my briefcase and put my briefcase in the trunk. You know, yeah. um, and it um, it helped a lot for a long time where now it can literally sit in the front seat and it does not matter to me. Uh, I will not uh, pick it up. I won't look at it, um, you know, but those encapsulated distractions are there. So make sure you're in the right mental and physical state. So if you're tired, not a good time to be driving. Um, um, PPE, wear your seatbelt. Um, uh, people say, well, in a crash, I can brace myself. And I'm like, not really, because that uh, that 18 inches or 12 inches between you and the steering wheel, and some of us got six because we are uh, we move our seat up a little bit. That, that's my excuse. Yep. <laughs> uh, six inches of travel at 55 miles an hour, you weigh about two tons. Um, so if you can do a push-up with two tons on your back, Awesome. Let me know, yeah. and then we'll we'll give you a free pass on your uh, on your seatbelt. I'll also tell you that if the impact happens on the side, you're not going to be in the seat. And and a, a very sad and tragic. One of my clients had a fatality, mm. and and uh, I'll share this uh, quickly, and this will be our last uh, uh, item. Um, this young man who went through defensive driving class, and he said, "I'm not going to wear my seatbelt in case I run into a canal or a vehicle." catches on fire, I want to be able to get out. And I said, those rare events are probably not going to uh, uh, come into play for you. Uh, but he was, um, about a month later, uh, he was driving a vehicle and he clipped a vehicle that was um, uh, pulled over on the side of the road. Okay? Had its oh, flashers wow. on. And he clipped the rear bumper. Uh, there was a person in the vehicle who had zero injuries. In the vehicle oh. that was struck, zero injuries. Um, that vehicle where where my client's employee was operating swerved violently to the left after the impact. But when he swerved, he came out of the driver's seat. And this was like a big delivery truck kind of thing. So I had the big bench seat across there. Yep. When he swerved, he 
came out of the driver's seat. So he was therefore no longer the driver. He was on the passenger side. And by the time he was able to reach over to grab the steering wheel to try and correct and pull it to the right, uh, the vehicle went into a rollover situation where he was partially ejected uh, and rolled over with the vehicle about five times. Oh, Um, and and I remember very clearly, he told me, he goes, you're going to have to catch me not wearing my seatbelt because I'm never going to wear it. And in the autopsy report, um, I caught him, but I caught him when he was dead. Uh, And and there's a case where it was a completely survivable fender bender, but because he didn't have a seatbelt on, he came out of the driver area, was no longer control the vehicle, and therefore you're an object. There are enough YouTube videos out there to show you what happens when a vehicle's in a collision if you are not contained. Uh, right here in Raleigh, North Carolina, or actually in Clayton, North Carolina, Johnson County, last night there was a uh, two people were killed. One of them was ejected from a vehicle, and it was a teenager. Um, oh gosh! Uh, yeah, and there was a mother of yeah. one of the people. I don't know who the. There was four people in the vehicle. The mother was the one operating the vehicle. Uh, so I don't know if it was her son or one of her uh, uh, or her child or one of her child's friends so uh no excuse not to have your seatbelt on uh it will keep you in control of the vehicle and it's no guarantee you're gonna live but it's gonna increase your odds um now this this uh that happened to us actually i was thinking about it this was a long time ago gosh mm-hmm. this was years ago this is before i had kids but me and my wife were in wilmington uh just for like a weekend getaway and we were hit by a lady she actually plowed into the back of my truck that i had at the time Mm. Put us into a three car pileup. Wow. And, uh, you know, <laughs> so, excuse me, there's a bunch of us. Like, I remember getting hit from behind, didn't even see her coming. Um, like you said, the, the reaction time is basically non existent. I remember somehow being mindful enough that I kind of put an arm out because I saw my wife going head first, you mm-hmm. know, forward, trying to just catch her a little bit. I went forward. Um, Long story short, uh, there was like 12 people involved, a few, a few like minor injuries, but it came down to basically the lady had um, pulled out into the intersection, was going about 40 some miles an hour, faster than I think she should have been. And she was just basically not paying attention. Right. And, it, and because she, I mean, she just like confessed and was like, I was just distracted. I just wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. Didn't realize the traffic was the way that it was. Um, and just, I mean, put us in a three car pileup. And I remember the first person on the scene was a lady who came to my driver's side door. She must've just been someone who saw it. And she was like, are you guys okay? And she said, I don't know what that lady was thinking. She just like pulled into the intersection and floored it. And then mm. boom, there we were. Like I said, it's a long time ago, but a a case of just impactful. Yeah, distracted. And, and, you know, luckily it wasn't a lot worse than than what it could have been. Wow. Well, that wraps up this episode of Safety Unlocked, the morning show. I'm Tim Neubauer with Chad Huffman. Have a safe week. You've been listening to Safety Unlocked, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by... Exceed Safety. Visit our website at exceedsafetyllc.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. We want you to succeed. We'll help you exceed. Exceed Safety.